Avraham, the meaning of a name. And Abraham was 99 years old, and God appeared to Avraham, and he said to him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me and be perfect. And I will place my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you very greatly. And Avraham fell upon his face, and God spoke with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall become the father of a multitude of nations. And your name shall no longer be called Avram, but your name shall be Avraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. Genesis chapter 17 verses 1 to 5 The Zohar, when discussing this addition of the letter He into Avram's name, making it Avraham, connects it with the commandment of Brit Milah, the sign of the covenant. This is what it says in the Zohar, Parashat Lech Lecha. Avram was not called Avraham until now, because until now he was not circumcised. And when he is circumcised, then he will be joined with the letter He, which is the Shekhinah, and the Shekhinah rests on him. Therefore, he is called Avraham with the letter He. The inner meaning of Brit Milah is explained in the first volume of the Zohar as the joining of Machut with Bina, the joining of the virtue of compassion with the virtue of judgment, which is Shituf Din V'Rachamim. The sages noticed that the name of Avraham is also connected with the creation of the world. The Zohar continues, It is written in Bereshit chapter 2, These are the generations of the heaven and earth when they were created. In Hebrew, Bihibar Am. The word Bihibar Am is the same letters as the name Avraham. So the Zohar continues, we have learnt, it is with the letter He God created them, from the word Bihibar Am. And from this we learn that it was for Avraham's sake that the world was created. What does this imply? The Zohar gives two answers. One sage says it implies the virtue of Chesed, loving kindness, that it was for the virtue of Chesed that the world was created as this is the outstanding virtue of Avraham. Another sage says it implies the Shekhinah, that is, the He in the word Bihibar Am represents the Shekhinah. The Zohar concludes by pointing out that there is in fact no argument between these two opinions because they come to the same thing. That is to say, if there is Chesed in the world, then the Shekhinah is in the world, and if the Shekhinah is in the world, then that means that Chesed is in the world. The world was created equally for the sake of loving kindness and for the Shekhinah. Rabbi Baruch Shalom Halevi Ashlag in his Sefer Ma'amarim teaches that the Zohar is telling us the means by which the purpose of creation may be fulfilled. As the Ari taught, the purpose of creation is that the Creator wants to give only good and pleasure to the created beings. In order for this purpose to be accomplished, the joy and pleasure needs to be whole, complete, with nothing to mar our enjoyment of what God wants to give us. But as we know, receiving without having earned what we receive causes us shame and embarrassment. In the Kabbalah, this is called eating the bread of shame. In order to prevent us feeling this shame on receiving everything for nothing, God made a restriction on the receiving. The Hebrew term is tzimtzum, 
that the goodness and joy would be hidden from us. This is what the Holy Ari said. Know that before the creatures were created, there was the simple light filling all reality, and there was no empty space. And then it arose in his simple will to create the world in order to bring forth the perfection of his works. So God contracted himself. This means that God and his light are hidden from us. The value of spirituality and the value of our connection with God is hidden from us in order to bring forth the perfection of his works so that we should not receive with the bread of shame but we should have earned his great gifts. It follows that we need to believe that the whole world is full of his glory. We do not know it. The truth of the matter is if all of us would feel the glory of God, would experience the glory of God, who would want to deal with the reality of every day? Who would want to deal with the minutiae of the physical world if he saw the importance and delight in spiritual matters? The story is told in the Gomorrah. When Rabbi Shimon Bayochai and Rabbi Alazar, his son, emerged from the cave where they had been receiving the wisdom that became the Zohar for the twelve years, they could not understand why people were wasting their time ploughing and sowing. They couldn't understand it at all, and wherever they looked their eyes burned what they saw. Then a heavenly voice called out, For this you came out of my cave to destroy my world? Go back to the cave. And they had to spend another year in the cave until they were able to cope with the world as it is. That's from the Talmud Bavli, Masachet Shabbat. On the other hand, when the value of spirituality is hidden from a person, he is only able to see and take enjoyment from the things of this world, and he cannot understand why someone would give up sensual pleasures of this physical world for spirituality when he cannot see its value. As we have explained, it is impossible for the purpose of creation to be revealed before the created beings are able to come to the state of giving unconditionally. Only when they are able to give unconditionally will the bread of shame be removed and they will be in affinity of form of the Creator who is entirely giving and has no aspect of receiving at all. The solution is to be able to receive all that God wants to give but only for the sake of giving unconditionally. Since man is created with his nature as one of receiving, the only element that is missing is the ability to give unconditionally. Thus, an essential ingredient is chesed, the virtue of loving-kindness. And so we see the means by which the world can come to its perfection is in the name of Avraham. That is, it's through chesed, which is the midah of Avraham, that we can come to the virtue of giving unconditionally and thus receive all the good that God wants to give only because it is his will that we should do so and not receive it for our own selves. We receive only for the sake of giving God the pleasure of giving to us. A parable given in the Midrash Rabbah teaches that when the world was created, God said to the angels, let us make man in our image. Chesed said he should be created because he will do acts of loving kindness. That is to say that through the acts of loving kindness that we do, we will very slowly come to practice all the mitzvot for the sake of giving, either to God or to our fellow man. And then we are certain in the end to come to our destination 
which is the attainment of the purpose of creation. If you remember, the sages of the Zohar explained the word Bihibara'am in another way, which, as we learnt earlier, comes to the same thing. The other explanation recorded in the Zohar is that the He of the name of Avraham or of Bihibara'am refers to the Shekhinah. This means that the Malchut, which is the Shekhinah, is hinted at in the word Bihibara'am, how he created them, in the letter He. But you have to know that there's something strange about this word as it is written in the Sefer Torah. By tradition, it is written with a little he, the letter he being much smaller than the other letters. The Holy Ari, in his book of the Shah Kavanot, tells us that the reason this he is written as a tiny letter hints to the state which is termed in the Kabbalah Tzimtzumbet, the second contraction. In the second contraction, the Sefirah of Malchut is joined with the Sefirah of Bina. That is, that our original vessel of receiving is now joined with the ability to give, in fact, a desire to give. To give unconditionally. To give with loving kindness. This is termed Hashituf of Rachamim Badin, the joining of the virtue of compassion with that of judgment. This second symptom was necessary, as since man was created with the nature of receiving, how can it be possible for him to come to the ability to give if he wasn't given the vessel for it? After all, giving unconditionally is foreign to the nature of a receiver. It is opposite to our basic nature. We all know what giving feels like if we stand to gain something from it, whether it is an exchange of services or simply to get an emotionally good feeling. But to give unconditionally, that is, giving without any reward at all, is actually foreign to our nature. How, therefore, can we come to the required ability of giving without which we remain in opposition of form to the Creator? Therefore, for the full creation of man, such that he would be able to come to the ability of correcting his vessel for receiving only for the sake of giving, he does need to be endowed with the potential for a second nature. But that is given to the human being in potential only. Being in potential so that we don't eat the bread of shame. And it's through the work, through the development, through the practice in Torah and Mitzvot for its own sake, that he works and comes to fully realise this potential and thus earn the good and the joy implied in the purpose of creation. And so we see why Abraham only got his full name Avraham after the Brit Milah, the inner meaning of which is the joining of Malchut with Bina. It's the bestowal of the ability to give on the basic nature of receiving. And thus we see that the Zohar concludes that the meaning of the name Avraham, whose Midah as being Chesed, which is the actual practice of loving kindness and giving unconditionally, is composed of the same letters as the word Bihibar'am and comes indeed to say there is no chesed without the Shekhinah and no Shekhinah without chesed. For indeed each one needs the other and are brought together in our father Avraham. <laughs> Thank you.
This audio recording is brought to you from the Horus School, established by Yadita Cohen for the study of the Kabbalah as taught by Rabbi Hudelev Ashlag. Studies with Yadida Cohen are available through the Nahoa School online. Details at www.nahoaschool.com or www.nahoapress.com.